What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. This episode is going to be a little different. This is actually a reading of a blog post I have written because I want to make sure that I'm delivering as much valuable content to you as possible. And if you only know me from my podcast, then you probably don't know a lot about my blog and vice versa. So it's my goal to just make sure that I'm giving you as much value as possible. Hence this blog post episode. Now, this is going to be read by Lisa. And to be totally transparent, uh, I was going back and forth on if I should let you know that Lisa is AI. Uh, She is not a real person. She is artificial intelligence who uh, reads these blog posts. But um, I figured that it would probably just be better to be transparent with you that this isn't a real person. This is an AI uh, app, but I don't want that to, I guess, cloud your take of this information because I picked this blog post because I thought it was really valuable and wanted you to learn it in this month when we're talking about similar things. So I hope that you'll be able to look past the sometimes robotic voice of Lisa and instead ingest the content. And I promise that we're going to get better with this and make it less choppy, but figured that it was best to just be totally upfront and tell you that this is my content read by AI and the goal is to just make sure that you're getting as much value as possible. So I hope that you'll be able to kind of, you know, overlook a little of the details uh, with her voice. Thank you so much. I will talk to you guys in our next episode. One of the most mixed feelings moments for entrepreneurs is the time when they realize they need help running their businesses. The realization that it's time to bring in outside help can be a cool, but an anxiety-inducing feeling. Whether you're deciding to hire virtually or in person, there are some nuances that come along with finding the right person and bringing them on board. Here are some things I've learned along the way that I hope can help you find the right person the first time. Tips for interviewing your first employee. 1. Tell me about yourself, is not a bullshit question. Yes, it's one we all hated answering in interviews, but it's a clutch question to ask in order to find out whether or not this will be the right hire for your culture, even if you're the only other person in the business. 
Hearing about their background and what makes them tick will help you understand if this is a person you'll be able to work with successfully. 2. Don't be intimidated to ask tough questions. One thing I had to overcome was to stop being a people pleaser and instead be a manager of people. Ask direct questions relating to the role. What skills or tasks are there that are critical to making this employee successful? What is it that needs to be explicitly understood about this role? Direct them to rephrase things in their own way so that you can see whether or not they'll be able to understand the duties and responsibilities assigned to them. 3. Answer their questions and encourage them to ask more. You're only seeing this role from one angle, so take the opportunity to see it through their perspective by having them ask you questions. Be sure to answer them as honestly as you can, again, don't try to be a people pleaser, instead be realistic. 4. Give them actual situations and have them respond to it. When I hired a podcast editor, I would ask my interviewees what their process is and how we would communicate to make sure everything was done and uploaded on time. Walk your interviewee through a process and ask them how they would handle the situation. This helps you understand their qualifications, experience, and if they're going to be able to do it in a way that is satisfactory. 5. Give them a trial task. If you're ready to move them to the next phase of interviews and need help weeding out the perfect candidate, give your finalists an actual task to accomplish. This will help you see how they'll actually produce work you need, the ability to handle timelines, and understand roughly the amount of management they'll need. Also, please pay them for this. When you hire someone, it can be a difficult transition for a solopreneur, especially if you've been handling things all alone. I always recommend phasing the tasks in a little at a time once you've hired an employee. By slowly increasing their workload, you both become acclimated to the transfer of duties and can begin slipping out of the Jill of all trades and into the role of CEO, owner, manager.